0: What is one thing about yourself that makes you feel confident? Maybe it's taking you a moment, but you know that there's something you can bring to the table. The next question I want you to answer in your mind, but maybe not out loud, is what is one thing about yourself that makes you feel insecure? Something that makes you feel self-conscious? I would imagine if you're like me, you think of what you don't like about yourself, more than you think about what you do like about yourself. Well, Proverbs 19 and 8 says that he that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. Well, guys, I'm so excited that you've tuned into the podcast today because today we're going to be talking about meta-perception, which is how you view how others view you. That's right, we're going to talk about your relationship with yourself. How do you view yourself? Do you view yourself how others see you, or do you view yourself through God's eyes? Well, today we're going to talk about it. Guys, I'm so excited to spend time with you. I am your host, Nathan French, and we are going to have a very noteworthy conversation today on the podcast. It's going to be a great episode. Stick around. To learn a little bit about how you see yourself as we dive into the nerdiness of meta perception. I love you guys. Let's go. you ever heard of taking a praise break? Well, today I want to take a thanks break. I want to take just a quick moment on the show to say thank you to you amazing listeners for leaving five-star ratings and reviews on the podcast. Guys, I can't tell you how much this means. It helps people find the podcast on their search algorithms when they're looking for podcasts. As promised, I want to give a couple people a shout out. And if you leave a rating and review, Be listening. You may hear your name on the Noteworthy podcast. Jasmine from California left a five-star review. Hey, Jasmine, how you doing? Uh, Thank you for listening to the show. She said, When I finally came back to the Lord about four years ago, I found myself longing for a podcast that centers God's word, but At an apostolic Pentecostal level, I finally came across your podcast, and oh my goodness, it's exactly what I've been looking for. Your podcasts leave me with God's peace and a smile on my face. Thank you for letting God use you. Keep up the good work. Jasmine, thank you so much for those encouraging words, and it means the world that you listen, I appreciate it so much. Now this next one is a five-star review. It says, excellent podcast. It's RMJM 23. RMJM, I don't know your name, But I see your username here, and thank you for listening. He said, I commute over an hour to and from work almost every day of the week, so I've had my fair share of podcast list. This always makes it to the top of my list. I'm so very thankful that I can start or end my day with such an encouraging, anointed word. It is truly soul food. My spirit is blessed, and I love that he ends every episode with prayer. Side note, I so appreciate the detail and the format of this podcast, from the intros to the instrumental music choices, the quality, etc. So good. Thanks for all you do. Thank you, friend, for those kind words. I want you guys to know I read every single rating, every single review, because it just means a lot that you guys listen. If you're listening today, know that if you leave a five-star rating and review, there's a good chance you will get a shout a shout out on the podcast. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and leaving those reviews. Let's get back to the show. So, we've been talking a lot on the show about relationships. We talked about the most important relationship in your life, your relationship with God. We also asked the very difficult question, are you a good friend? What kind of relationships do you have with others? But today I want to talk about how is your relationship with yourself? How do you view yourself? Do you have a healthy relationship with you? I want to share a story I read on Psychology Today that I think might interest you. This was submitted by a young woman named Constantine. If you'll allow me just a moment, I want to read it for you, exactly like it says on the website. Constantine said this, I gave a toast at my best friend's wedding last summer, a speech I carefully crafted and practiced delivering, and it went well. The bride and groom beamed. The guest paid attention and reacted in the right spots. A waiter gave me a thumbs up. I was relieved and pleased with myself. Until months later, when I saw the cold, hard video documentation of the event. As I watched myself getting ready to make the toast, a funny thing happened. I got butterflies in my stomach all over again. I was actually nervous for myself, even though I knew the outcome would be just fine, except maybe the jitters were warranted. The triumph of that speech in my mind's eye morphed into the duller reality unfolding on the TV screen. My body language was awkward. My voice was grating. My facial expressions odd. My timing not quite right. Is this how people saw me? It's a terrifying thought. What if I possess a glaring flaw that everyone notices but me? Or fears aside, what if there are a few curious chasms between how I view myself and how others view me? What if I think I'm efficient, but I'm seen as disorganized, critical, but perceived as accepting? this is the end of the article. Wow, Constantine is going through it, am I right? Now, I don't know about you, but when reading this young lady's story, uh, I could relate. Have you ever shuddered at a video or picture of yourself? Maybe you could be real honest. Hey, it's 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 just us. You're just here listening to a podcast. You don't have to tell the whole world, but you can be honest with me. Has your day ever been completely ruined because you saw a bad picture of yourself? Well, there's an interesting thing that I've been looking into lately, and it's fascinating. I'm fascinated with psychology my wife Rachel actually majored in psychology and we've always been fascinated with how people tick. What where do our thoughts come from? How do they affect us and do our thoughts affect our actions? Well, absolutely they do. This is not only biblical but this is uh, psychological. And I've been studying this thing called meta perception. A meta perception is how a person views other people's views of them it is essentially how an individual perceives others perceptions of themselves i know brain overload right so let's break it down like this meta perception is what i think you think about me meta perceptions are frequently and highly inaccurate because they are shaped by our individual self-concept and personal biases. Mark Leary, a professor of psychology at Wake Forest University in North Carolina, said, Your ideas about what others think of you hinge on your self-concept, your own beliefs about who you are. You filter the cues that you get from others through your self-concept. And the hard truth is this. We are our own worst critics. We view ourselves with more hostility and judgment than others do. And meta-perceptions create mega-misperceptions. Our view of other people's views are often highly inaccurate Are you hearing me right now? This is according to psychologists. The real deal. We're talking about universities, folks. These guys, they know what they're talking about here. A lot of times, what I think you think about me is inaccurate. It's usually not as bad as you've perceived it. The study goes on to talk about influential people in our life that affect us psychologically Uh, when we were children as young as an infant and as a dad I gotta tell you this wrecked me I called my friend Frankie Taylor I called my friend Marte Swanson and you know we're we're dads you know (laughs) we're uh and so we're kind of just like getting weepy like our kids they need us they need us to be what we need to be and hey I just would uh recommend get some friends in your life that you can talk to about things like that but we were breaking it down man we were we were talking about it and and I mentioned this article to my friends that just so happened to be dads and we were blown away I mean wow listen to this as an infant scans his mother and father's face, he absorbs clues to who he is. As adults, we continue to search for our reflection in others' eyes. As a baby, we learn to view ourselves based on how others view us. man, that's deep. That that, just got real. Is it just me, or... Wow, what a responsibility we have as parents. But we need to learn how to look at ourselves, at how God views us, rather than how others view us. When living for God, you will lose your mind if you find your value in how others view you. Wow, this is the first step to a healthy relationship with self. We've got to set up safeguards to protect ourselves from negative thoughts about ourselves. That's right. You need to protect yourself from you. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. The way you think about yourself will determine how you conduct yourself. Every action starts with a thought. You know, a lot of people act like losers because they think they're losers. A lot of people act like everybody hates them because they think everybody hates them. They have a false meta-perception about self. They have formed a fabrication of how others view them. <sighs> hey, and let me just let me just throw this in here for free. Make sure you're not the fuel to false perceptions. Make sure you're not the reason that somebody has a negative view of themselves. Be a voice of encouragement. Be a voice of love. Be a voice that lifts other people up and speaks life into their situation. And guard yourself against misperceptions. And do what you can with your brother and sister to always make things right. In the book of Numbers, we arrive on the scene where God had given the children of Israel the land of Canaan. Moses sent in 12 spies to survey the land for food enemies and resources this story powerfully tells us that the way you view yourself greatly impacts what your destiny will be the 12 spies returned to update Moses and in numbers 13 and 30 it says then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it but the men who had gone up with him said we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we there we saw the giants the descendants of Anak came from the giants And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. Notice with me the power of this statement. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. What does that mean? What's a grasshopper? It's small. It's insignificant. It's vulnerable. In the book of Leviticus, God told him, you can eat these bad boys. They're, They're a food source in the wilderness. They're easily trampled upon and destroyed and cast down in our own sight. Hold on a minute. Hold on a second. How did the spies know how the giants perceived them? The answer is that they didn't know. They tapped into meta-perception where they tried to view how other people viewed them. And we know, and you know, and the Bible knows, and psychology knows that meta perception is highly inaccurate because the problem wasn't with how the giants viewed them, the problem was with how they viewed themselves. They had an unhealthy view of themselves, and far too many born again. Children of God, apostolics, have a grasshopper complex. They have a self-loathing complex where they think they're not good enough, so surely everybody else thinks they're not good enough as well. Every spy in the book of numbers that had an unhealthy perspective of themselves never made it into the promised land joshua and caleb however gave a positive report and they believed that god was with them they came back and they told moses we're able to do this god is for us we can go take the land they had a healthy relationship with god so they knew this wasn't about them anyways I want to learn something today from Joshua and Caleb. I can trust God. I don't have to view myself as meaningless and small and insignificant. I am a child of God, and he goes before me in battle. Numbers chapter 14 and verse 29 sums up the story for us. It says, The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in the wilderness all of you who were numbered according to your entire number from twenty years old and above except for Caleb and Joshua. You shall by no means enter the land which I swore I would make you dwell in. Their view of themselves changed their destiny. Caleb and Joshua, keep in mind, the only two spies that came back with a healthy perspective of self, with a healthy perspective that God was for them and not against them. Yeah. The only people over the age of 20 that made it into the promised land simply because they overcame the grasshopper complex Last week in my youth class, I grabbed a box of Kleenex tissue and I I took one of the Kleenex out, one of the tissues out of the box. And I told him, I said, look at this tissue. It's small. It's insignificant. It doesn't cost a lot. It doesn't play a big role in the overall scheme of things. But then I placed the Kleenex directly over my eyes and I asked them a question. I said, When I place this Kleenex, this small, insignificant, inexpensive thing over my eyes, it becomes a big problem because now something small and insignificant has kept me from seeing you. You can't see past it because you're too close to it. Sometimes we get too close to small, insignificant things And it gives us insecurity, and we entertain that insecurity by feeding it. And we need to back away from these small, insignificant things and realize that God can take care of this. And once you back away, you can see that your insecurities are small and insignificant compared to how big the love of God is in your life. In closing, there are two ways that you can cultivate a healthy self-perspective. Number one, remind yourself how God sees you. And number two, remember that God made you. And Jesus doesn't make mistakes. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Isn't that beautiful? We are His workmanship. Would you pray with me? Lord, we come before you right now praying for each listener. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help somebody listening to gain a healthy perspective of who they are in you. Lord, would you remind them that it's not about who they are it's about who you are it's not about their mistakes it's about your forgiveness it's not about what they have to carry it's about the cross that you carried God I pray that you would help us to have a healthy perspective of who we are so that we can be what we need to be for others God, help us to have a healthy view of ourselves so that we can properly show the love of Christ in our other relationships. Lord, we love you today, and we thank you for the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing in these last days. Remind us of who we are. Remind us that we're not grasshoppers. We're children of God. We're not small. We're not insignificant to you. We are an important part of your kingdom we give you all the glory, all the praise in Jesus name. Amen. Well, my friends, thank you once again for tuning into the podcast. Today was noteworthy, wasn't it? It was a good conversation and I'm glad we got to have this conversation together. I'm excited about the future. I have an episode coming up Uh, with my lovely wife, Rachel, where we're going to dive into some really amazing topics that I think are going to help you help others. And I'm excited about that resource getting out there to you. I also have some exciting interviews coming up that I am so excited about. I can't wait to share them with you. Remember that God loves you and we need you. We don't want to do this without you. We can't do this without you. You're important in the kingdom of God. Stop listening to meta-perceptions of how you think others think about you. And start viewing yourself how God views you. Just like that infant. Look in your father's eyes to see who you really are. I love you guys, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Noteworthy. God bless.